one more that will complete uh, the prison epistles, and then uh, we'll be starting on a different uh, study. Hallelujah. I wanted to um, get started as soon as I can so I can get, get finished. You got front and back of your handout tonight. Uh, I've titled our lesson this evening, Characteristics of a Christian Life. Characteristics of a Christian Life. Um, I heard a new poll today uh, that uh, kind of saddened me, but uh, the number of people who profess Christianity in this nation has taken a nosedive. Uh, and um, it's going going down and going down sharply. And uh, uh, really, somebody could guess that if you just see the way the world's living uh, and how things are going. Something else transpired today that I think you need to be aware of if you uh, have not been made aware of it yet. But if you have any doubt... If you have any doubt that the uh, Roman Catholic Church under the auspices of the Pope uh, is uh, not, not right, uh, you shouldn't have no doubt today. Uh, this Pope, Pope Francis, has sat down uh, with the leader of the PLO, the Palestinian Liber Liberation Organization, and they have drawn out a treaty uh, uh, to proclaim a Palestinian state in Israel. Uh, all the details has not come out from it yet, but uh, uh, he showed his true colors in doing this, that he's, he is definitely not backing up Israel, uh, and uh, it's a uh, very, this, I mean, when, when all the, I, I'm, I'm anxious to hear all the details that come about, if this treaty turns out to be seven years long, hallelujah, I'm going to make sure for sure my bags are packed, hallelujah, because that's what the Bible predicts, it's going to start the last seven years, it's going to, treaty going to be signed with Israel. Uh, and uh, uh, the Palestinians cre uh, uh, doing this, and uh, that happened today also. I mean, it seems like every day something is something else is happening that's pushing us closer and closer uh, to the coming of the Lord. But anyway, uh, let's get into our lesson uh, uh, on this evening: characteristics of a Christian life. Amen. Um, Anybody can claim to be a Christian. Anybody can say they're a Christian. Uh, but Jesus asked the religious people in his day, he says, why do you want to call me Lord, Lord, but you do not the things that I say? Hallelujah. Why, you, why would you call, that's what Jesus asked him, why would you call me Lord if you do not the things that I say? Amen. And uh, to uh, bring back some, some remembrance for anybody who may need to, let, 
Let me remind you the definition of Christian is to be Christ-like. To be Christ-like. Well, we're going to read Philippians chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 4 through 9 uh, uh, in the uh, King James, not the New King James, but the, uh, uh, the King James. And then we're going to be using some other translations uh, down through this lesson. I'll let you know what translation we'll be going to. Um, but uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses nine, 4 through 9. All right, remember now, as we're reading this, what we're talking about. Characteristics of a Christian life. He said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. My. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, now, Apostle Paul is wrapping up this book. He's been writing this letter to the Philippians, and he comes to the closing stanzas of it, and he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. There are some great things listed uh, in these few verses of Scripture from verse 4 down through verse 9. And what I've done is kind of put an outline of that verse, and we're going to use different um, other translations to bring some of these out to give, give, give us a little bit more uh, clarity of some of them. The first thing that he talks about the first characteristic of a Christian life, be joyful and considerate. Be joyful and considerate. He said, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Hallelujah. Um, be joyful and considerate. One of the greatest hindrances to the church and to try to win people to the Lord is when somebody who possessed Christianity walks around all the time, look like they've been sucking on persimmons. If you're walking around and your face is as long as a Missouri mule, you're not going to have anybody going to want what you got. Hallelujah. 
Somebody look at you and say, well, my, you know, I'm just, I'm just as miserable by myself. I don't need more of that. Hallelujah. The Bible teaches us that one of the characteristics of a Christian a child of God, we're supposed to rejoice in the Lord always. Hallelujah. Be joyful. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, talk, uh, talk it up. Be excited about the kingdom of God. And not only be joyful, but to be considerate. One of the characteristics of being a Christian is to be considerate. Now, I'm going to give you a little uh, uh, broad definition here. We read at the beginning, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. He repeats himself. Then he says, let your moderation be known unto all men. Now, if you're not careful, if you're reading the King James, you might let that word moderation throw you off. I had one guy come to me one time and says, well, you know, I, it's all right for me to drink as long as I'm moderate in what I'm doing. Now, the Bible said, let your moderation, and you said, as long as I drink in moderation, I'll be all right. That is not what the word moderation in this verse means. Hallelujah. If you take it at face value without searching out the original, that's, 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 that's why I stress the importance of studying the Word of God in the original text. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you're going to miss a whole lot if you don't. Amen. Now, if you notice in your handout, I, he, he might not have, be able to pull this up up top. But I want to read that again in the God's Word translation. Look at under Be Joyful and Considerate, Philippians 4, 4 through 5, the God's Word translation. It says, Always be joyful in the Lord. And I'll say it again. Hallelujah. Remember what we read? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. The God's Word translation here says, Be joyful in the Lord. And I'll say it again, be joyful. He repeats himself, letting us know that it's important that every child of God be joyful. That we keep on our happy face. If you're going to have a bad day, please don't do it in front of a sinner. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's more important you don't do it in front of a sinner. Because if you have a bad day in front of a sinner, you may wind up with their blood on your hands one day. Hallelujah. Amen. Be joyful in the Lord, and I'll say it again, be, uh, be joyful. Then the next point here, let everyone know how considerate you are. The Lord is near. See, that's what this word moderation means in the original. It means to be considerate. He says, let everyone know how considerate you are. How, how many times do we, are we considerate? To, it's also linked to the word hospitality. God's people are supposed to be hospitable. We're supposed to be friendly. Hallelujah. Amen. We're supposed to be friendly. Joyful. Hallelujah. Because as we said here a week, week or so back, 
We are ambassadors for Christ. Amen? We're heaven's representatives. And uh, let everybody know in the world that you're, how considerate you are, that you show hospitality. Now, let's, let's read it again in the Amplified Version. And I've got this printed out on your handout. Listen to what the Amplified Version. I like the Amplified Version because it'll, it'll read a few words and then it'll, um, it'll, it'll break it down in, in parentheses. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, the Amplified Version says that means delight, gladden yourself in Him. You might not have nothing to be rejoiceful and joyful about on your job today. Your boss, man, might have, uh, may have really been on your case. But the Bible don't tell you to be joyful in your in, in employer. It says be joyful in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you, you may be having a bad job, uh, a thing on the job in the family or, 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 or this and that. But God does not tell us to be joyful in the things of the world. It says be joyful in the Lord. And when you're joyful in the Lord, that's supposed to supersede everything else. It's supposed to supersede everything else. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Again, I say rejoice. Let all men know how, well, you know, let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfish, your consideredness, your forbearing spirit. The Lord is here. He's coming soon. Now, that's the same verse in the Amplified Version. Hallelujah. Let's us all know how we got to work on ourselves. Hallelujah. It lets us all know that we just ain't quite up to par all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we're talking about characteristics of a, uh, of a Christian life. We're going to read that verse one more time in one more version of the Bible, the Holman Christian Standard Version. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness. Now, he uses the word graciousness. Be known to everyone. The Lord is near. So you've got two or three different perspectives here about this, let your moderation be known unto all men. Hallelujah. Amen. We, it, it's important. Let me, let me finish this part up of this lesson. It's important how you relate to other people. It's very important how you relate to other people. Uh, number one, we're the light of the world. God has called us to be salt and be light. Amen. There's, there's a few definitions there of salt. People talk about salt being a preservative and um, things of that, uh, uh, that nature. Salt is a seasoning, it, it, uh, you know, and and so on, but um, I like what I, I like what the little boy in Sunday school said, salt makes you thirsty. So, at the close of every day, 
I need to look in the mirror and I need to think back over my day, Brother Douglas, and I need to say, have I made anybody thirsty for Jesus today? We're the salt of the earth. And salt makes you thirsty. Do we make people thirsty for Jesus? They're not going to see Jesus nowhere else unless they see him in you and see him in me. One way we do that is being joyful, being considerate. Okay, let's move on. The second characteristic, worry about nothing, pray about everything. Worry about nothing, pray about everything. Now, going back up to our original scripture up there, uh, he says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Be careful for nothing. It means don't worry about nothing. Hallelujah. Then he talks about let your requests be made known unto God. So we're not supposed to worry about anything, but we're supposed to pray about everything. But you know what sometimes I've been guilty of doing? I've been guilty of reversing that. I've been guilty of worrying about everything and praying about nothing. Hallelujah. But the characteristics here, the characteristics here is we don't supposed to worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Different ones of us have gone through situations like that recently. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let, let's, now let, let's go back and let's read this verse again in some of these other translations. The Holman Christian Standard. It says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known of God, known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. You want to gain the peace of God that passes all understanding? Then we've got to put into practice to worry about nothing and pray about everything. Instead of wasting time worrying about it, spend that time praying about it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Worrying has never changed in nobody's situation. But prayer changes things. Amen? Amen. Prayer changes things. Hallelujah. All right, look on, look on the back. Let's go over it again in the New King James Version. It says, be anxious for nothing. Now, he, the New King James Version uses the word anxious. Don't be anxious. Hallelujah. Don't get all bent out of shape. Hallelujah. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And then one more version, the Amplified on this one. <laughs> 
I like what the Amplified Version says about, um, about this not worrying about nothing or be careful for nothing. It says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Wow. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite request, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God, and God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort, that is that peace which transcends all understanding. Don't fret about it. Don't have anxiety about, about nothing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> if you're a child of God, God has already told you that it don't matter what's going to come your way. God will work it out. Hallelujah. He's promised that. He's promised that. Hallelujah. It don't matter. There's another scripture coming to my mind. The Bible says there is no temptation or trial, hardship, taken you except that which is common to man. But with the temptation, God will make what? A way to escape. Hallelujah. Before the trouble comes your way, God has already created a, a way out. But if I'm over here in a corner somewhere with my head in my hands, weeping, singing, woe is me, chewing on, chewing on my fingernails and my toenails. Hallelujah. Then I'm stuck in the same place I've been, and if I would get my toes out of my mouth and start looking, I'd find a way to get out. Hallelujah. I'm not going to call on names, but I, I, yeah, I, I, I've noticed, I, I've noticed some, some who's chewed their toenails. Uh, hallelujah. So don't fret. Or have any anxiety about anything. All right, one more thing that we're going to bring out of this, these passages of Scripture. we got to have, your, your mind needs to be focused on positive things. Hallelujah. That's a killer today. The best thing for a lot of people to do it's not just turn off the TV, but unplug it. I get to the point in place sometimes that I don't even want to watch a news broadcast no more. You can, you, you can fall into pressure by just listening to the news. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to focus our mind on positive things. I, I made a statement last Sunday. Huh. 
I, I felt I felt I felt part of it come back at me because I know I could tell I don't I don't I don't know which direction it come to me but but it got caught and thrown back at me. But I'm going to repeat it tonight because it fits in right here. There are some people you simply do not need in your life. There are some people in this world that's no good for you. They will only drag you down in the mud with them. They'll only drag you to the pit with them. Why in the world will somebody who's got these characteristics of a child of God that we're talking about tonight, trying to live by faith. If you're trying to live by faith, you need to get as far away from that negative talking person as you can get and say, get away from here. I don't need you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hallelujah. To be able to do what I'm talking about doing, we have to focus on positive things in I don't care if it's a TV, I don't care if it's a computer, Facebook, or whatever. Anything that tries to inject anything that's not positive in your mind, you need to get away from it. Because it will weigh you down. Hallelujah. It'll get you off track. Amen. Remember, we read, I want to go back and then we're going to go somewhere. He said, uh, what am I talking about here? He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Now, this is the stuff that we're supposed to think about and keep in our mind and in our brain. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. That lets you know right there that some people do need to be around because there's some people who have lots of lies. Some people lie so much they believe their own lies. And the Bible says you ain't supposed to think on that kind of stuff. Hallelujah. He said, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think what? On these things. Well, you ain't going to find none of those things on as the world turns. You ain't going to find none of those things on the young and the restless. And by the way, they're not young, they're just restless. They may have been young back when I was a teenager, but they're like me. They didn't got old. Hallelujah. Okay? Let's, 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 let's focus on that. The Amplified Version. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, my, 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 reverence has been tore all to pieces today. This world does not know what reverence means. Hallelujah. We have people come in the house of God and do things in the house of God and bring things in the house of God that 20 years ago people would never think about doing it in the house of God. They don't have reverence even for the house of God. 
Well, if somebody don't have a problem not reverencing the house of God, I don't have a problem getting up and say, hey, you need to get out of here. This is God's house. Hallelujah. I want, I want this place fixed to where when people need healing, the presence of God is going to be here to heal them. And if you got a bunch of junk going on, God's presence is not going to be here to heal nobody. Let me read it on. Whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, hallelujah. See, Sister Darlene, you're supposed to think about me because I'm the lovable fella. Going to need help. I'm going to need help, Paul. Whatever is kind and wholesome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Look at the end of it. Fix your minds on them. Hallelujah. Some people who's always been Walking around, you know, a lot of times it seems to be the same old people that's always talking about the devil being on, on their back all the time. Maybe it's because they're not doing some of this stuff. Fix your minds on these things. Focus on these things. Now, there's a version of the scripture that uh, you won't you won't see me use a whole lot because, I mean, it really. Uh, put goes, puts things really in uh, uh, secular terminology. But I looked this up and I, I read, read over it. And uh, on this on this verse right here, it really it really put the icing on the cake. He said, "Summon it all up." Remember what he said. He says, "Finally, my brother." He's coming to the close of Philippians. Finally, my brother. What he's meaning here when he's finishing up this scripture, he said, summon everything up that I've said to you. I'll say, uh, I'd say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic. Hallelujah. Authentic. Uh, we were blessed here a few days ago. Yeah. I accidentally uh, ran across uh, uh, a church service on YouTube, and it says, here's some old-time old Pentecostal worship. And I clicked on that, and I says, I know that lady. And then I watched it for another, no, another second, and it was Brother Baggett's sister, Brother Ivor Baggett. And she used to come and visit the church of Meridian every so often, come there and, uh, uh, to visit her brother. And she was there uh, in the church where she normally went to, and they, this was taken, of course, she's long, been long gone on to her reward, but her and two other ladies, they was up there singing, 
and uh, worship, worshiping the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and I showed her to uh, Sister Dolly and said, who, who do you think it is? And she recognized her right off. And then Sister Dolly says something, you know, uh, she says, uh, there's something that she used to always say. She says, I want to be real. I want to be real. I want to be real. And so we find the word authentic here in this version. Hallelujah. Compelling, gracious, the best. Not huh, Look at here. He says, these are things we're supposed to fill our minds with. We're supposed to fill our minds with the best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not to curse. Put, in, put into practice what you learned from me, Paul says. What you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Wow. Kind of hard to believe you got all get all that out of these few passages of scripture. C characteristics. Characteristics of Christian life. Be joyful and considerate. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Keep your mind focused on positive things. These right here are keys to victory. I could take this right here and go around and start doing seminars and maybe I could make some millions where people go spend these high books on these seminars, self-help things, you know. <laughs> this right here work. Hallelujah. It's not like some of them pyramid schemes that a lot of people has lost thousands of dollars off of. You, you go and you, you, you fall for some of that stuff, hook, line, sinker. This right here work. There's no way you can lose on this right here. Hallelujah. This is what we have to do. This is what we got to concentrate ourselves on. God help me that these characteristics are more formed in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Let these characteristics be, because there's no way that I can help but be a winner if I let these characteristics rule in my life. There's no way you can help but be a winner if you let these characteristics rule in your life. You will be a winner. You will achieve. You will climb above all the rest of the gunk that the rest of the world is wallowing in the mar in. Hallelujah. Anybody got any comments? Or questions? Brother Paul. Tranquil brings peace, calm, 